podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Cassius. Where's your big sample, mate? Where is it? Are Where's that t-shirt t- from? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ed. Yes, mate. You know, like, you've over the years, over our 10-year relationship. It's been nearly 10 years, now. It has, yeah. You give me a bit of stick over clothing over the years. You used yeah. to wear some really bad clothing, you know? Yeah. The bright track suits in there. Yeah. Some of the stuff you wear, and I might even insert a picture. Well, like what? It's very questionable. Like what? What about this? All right, okay. Leave your comments in the comments section. So are they meant to be okay? Do you know what it is, mate? I thought to myself, I'm tired of wearing suits. Because today. Do you look weird not in a suit? Yeah, but I'm just comfortable, mate. I'm fat and I'm comfortable. So that's how it is. Do you know when you were photographed with Gennady Golovkin, your new mate? Yeah. Your new mate, yeah? Yeah. What were you wearing? Should we. That was. You haven't got a chewy no, show on. Can we show people? Because can you explain it, to us what you were wearing? Well, I was wearing a pair of trousers, chino yeah. trousers, yeah. tailored obviously, with a pair of Crockett and Jones loafers with no socks on, with a Tom Sweeney shirt, a Gucci tank go. top, and a Tom Sweeney blazer. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. Right. There's levels to that. That's unbelievable. Okay. Anyone that wants to give that stick has zero idea about fashion. Okay. Is that, is that Gucci, yeah? Of course it is. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, there's only a few G's on there. Okay. How are you, mate? <laughs> Says the geezer with a Kenzo t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, no, no, no. You've got always a few G's on there. You've got Kenzo what? on your whole arm. You Why might you as well have it tatted Why on you your lying? sleeve. Why are you lying? Show it. It's just there, look. <laughs> All right, how are you, mate? You're rascal. Yeah, I'm really good, mate. Really good. Living life? I'm living life. I'm back from Mexico. You tried to get me on the Monday. I did try. That weren't happening. I've got to try. Um, what we've we been doing? We've been today. What did we do yesterday? Newcastle. Oh mate. Oh mate. The tickets for Newcastle are absolutely smashing. Give me numbers. Last time, uh, the box office, for example, we are three times up on the box office from the Paterifier, and we sold nine thousand tickets, which we basically sold out. We have done over 5,000 tickets already today. We've been on sale for one day. Sell out, coming up, Newcastle, have some of that. Don't surprise me. That you rate is, it, don't you? you rate that, it, don't I rate you? that show, the two fights My, my only worry was that it, was a, it could have been a little bit, not tradey, do you know what I mean? But like, Ritson, Davis, really good domestic big fight, rivalry. Cheeseman Fitzgerald, probably I think one of the best fights that can get made, but When I get a massive response from the hardcore, it normally means it ain't a, a huge show. But this time, the hardcore are loving me. Joey! Right, mate? All right. doing that? What's happening, mate? You all right? Um, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, so that's a show. And actually, the one thing I will say about hardcore is you give me untold abuse, right? But when I do a cracker, you do give me a little bit of, you know, you, fair play to you. You do come out and say, I've got to be honest with you, Hearn, you're a complete prick, but that's a quality show. So there's a show in Newcastle, going to be a monster sellout. Go, get your popcorn ready. It's a little bit disappointing. What's a little bit disappointing? It's not mate? about the show, but 
after this weekend's sold out show at the O2, mm -hmm. Salomachenko and Campbell, mm -hmm. that is your next UK show. Possibly. There is actually a show on October 4th coming up in the UK as well. Hold there tight. may be a show on September 28th. So slightly... October 4th, hold tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, not quite correct that. But we are loading up October, November and December. October there's going to be one, two, three UK shows. In October? In October. So potentially October. on the 4th, yeah. definitely on the 19th. And the 26th. Okay. And there's going to be... One, two, two UK shows in November, and an, no, three UK shows in November, and two UK shows in December. Oh, fair play, I'll take it back Yeah, then. take it all back, I'll mate. Take, take it back, back mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that, that's fine. Yeah. But September, nada. Uh, not necessarily, but yeah. We go August 31st, September the 13th is Haney at MSG, September the 19th is Eggington and Fiordilly in Florence. September 28 is a possible show. Manchester? Possibly. October 4th. Would that be a co-league? No. 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 October 4th, October 19th, October 26th. November 2 will be a UK date as well. Okay. November 16, possibly, and November 22. And November 30 is Monaco. December 7 is AJ. December 14 could be a UK show as well. Um, Monaco, who's going to go on that? Just working out at the moment. That's a date, though, November 30th. Because you have some like, random fights on the Monaco show, Yeah, because it's obviously it's an international show. Yeah. So what you, what, what you call random basically means international. No, it's just random I mean? names on it. Well, no, it's just international. Okay. Like, that's, so we're appealing to an Eastern European market through the, the gamblers there, with uh, Chinese market, uh, UK market from Sky, and American with the zone. Quite possibly, yeah. Um... Okay, what did I have to ask you? Oh, October 26th. So we right to think that you're doubling up with Taylor and Progress. We're working on it. Nothing agreed yet, but Progress Taylor for me is such a great fight. Yes. I would love to be involved with that fight. So I'm speaking to Keller, looking at possibly doubling that up with Chisora Parker and two, well, one other big domestic fight as well and another really good European fight as well and some other stuff as well. Is that where Coley could be fighting? Yes. Okay. Who else could feature on that card? There's a big domestic fight, which I'm not going to tell you about at the moment. Okay. Heavyweight? No. No. Okay. Um, you're going to Saudi Arabia next week? I am. I'm going on Tuesday. So, Saudi Arabia press conference is Wednesday. New York press conference is Thursday. London press conference is Friday. Friday. It's brutal. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. Why don't you take me to Saudi with you? You're welcome to come. There's a lot of media going. Yeah. I mean, got to hold your hand, have I? Yeah, you do. Why? I want to roll with you. Well, you're not going to jet. You're going on a jet. Huh? I you going on a jet. Who are you? Are you going on a private jet? I'll go there. So. What great footage that is. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> um, so everything kind of calming down now. You've had a stressful few months, haven't you? Really. Yeah, it's been interesting. What have you learnt about people in those few months? People? Mm. When we learn about people, you learn more about yourself. People's people. You know about people. So nothing people surprised you about people you work with in the sport no, over people, the last few months? People are either with you or they're not, right? So the only thing that matters in life is your family and you keep breathing. That's it. 
right? Everything else will fall into place. So with people, you've got people who are with you and you've got people who are against you. Did you learn any of that in those last few months? Yeah, I learned there's a few slippery snakes out there who pretend to be your friend but actually want to stab you in the back. Um, but that's life, isn't it? I mean, it's not it's boxing or even business, that's just life. Would you say this was the most kind of taxing period over the last three months of your matchroom reign? No, not really, because I'm, I'm immune to it now. Like, if, if what happened in the last, well, we'll talk about June the 1st from AJ, yeah. right? If what happened in that period, or actually start with Jarrell Miller, like that was when it all started fucking going wrong. If that would have happened to me three years ago, two years, even maybe a year ago, totally different. To be honest with you, mate, everything didn't even, didn't even raise a beat in my heart because you become immune to it. I don't believe that. I'm telling you. You're talking about your kind of... I'm telling you. I'm not saying it wasn't stressful, but it wasn't like, oh my God, what well, good. It was just like, okay, you deal with a problem. You wake up, you hit the problem head on. doesn't matter what it is. If you've got a problem with your life, your relationship, your business, it doesn't matter. You have to deal with it. So there's no point sulking about it. Yeah, what happened over the last few months hasn't been ideal, but it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the experience. And when AJ knocks out Andy Ruiz in Saudi Arabia, we're going to look back and go, fucking hell, that was unbelievable what's happened here. So... Million percent convinced? No, it's a, it's a very tough fight. But I believe he's going to win the fight. And I believe it's going to be one of the biggest heavyweight fights of all time. People say, Thriller in Manila, Rumble in the Jungle. This is at the same level, mate. This is going to blow your mind. The whole world will stop to watch this fight. It's a fucking monster. Monster. I agree. It is. Um, can you give us any, you must have started planning out the undercard now. For December 7th? Yeah. Not really. Got um, a rough idea. Mm. Any other heavyweights potentially on that? What, the feed? Yeah. The matching one. Um, to be honest, I've just come out of a meeting today with the zone. And obviously, Sky here we're talking to, we're mapping out the entire next three or four months. Um, yeah. So. You don't know who, give a couple of names in the undercard being talked about? Tom Little. Is <laughs> <laughs> he on it? No. Oh. But he's just come out of my mind because he's in my phone. I've got a, I have a message. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a big card because Saudi Arabia won a big cup and they've got their own ideas. I mean, again, you, Pete, I think the sort of the, the presumption is that these people don't know their boxing. They know their boxing. They've come on to me and said, oh, could we do this fight? Could we do this fight? Could we do this fight? So they've got their ideas and it will be a stronger card than MSG. Okay. Yeah. Are there likely to be any women on the card? Uh, hasn't really been discussed. I mean, the only woman that we could put on, we've got obviously Katie Taylor's boxing in November. Yeah. Uh, Savannah Marshall's boxing October 16th in quite yeah. a big fight, so I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Shannon Courtney, Terry Hart, I don't know. I mean, again, it's like, that's a, a conversation to be had with our partners in Saudi Arabia. But to your knowledge, are they allowed to box there? I don't know. I, I believe so. I believe one was discussed 
to fight on the card for the Amir Khan fight, but it didn't materialise. Mm. So. How you doing, Ryan? You're right. Good to see you, mate. All right. See you. Um, why isn't the women's question wasn't awkward? What was awkward was Ryan Ford's team coming yeah, past. Yeah, you right, right. Yeah. Women's quite like that, yeah. mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Um, is Josh Kelly going to fight on the Newcastle card? Don't know. Uh, looking at the Ray Robinson rematch, could go on October 26th or. Because that card's already kind of done now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was that was the um, idea originally, but obviously then we made Davis Ritson, then we made Cheeseman Fitzgerald. And with Cheeseman Fitzgerald, obviously you've got one guy from Preston, one guy from London, but we got both guys, and I thought, where should I put that fire? Obviously, we'd sell more tickets if it was in one of those two places, mm. and I thought, they're both with Matchroom. It's such a great fire. Stick it on in Newcastle. The Geordies love it. So, yeah. So is that Kelly and Robinson fight, is it? That's a fight I'd like to make. Yeah, I, I feel talks I, with yes, yeah, team over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they want to do the rematch. And they have to come to the UK? Yes. I just feel that, you know, that's a fight that Josh needs to go in. I believe he wins a rematch and then just get that off the record and just crack on from there. How realistic is Conor Ben and Josh Kelly? In 2020, I think it's an absolute odds-on guarantee. And what a, fight, what a massive great fight. Though. And, you know, I think, look, PBK is a great fighter. Um, moving really, really fast. Connor moving much slower, much less experience. But Connor's coming on well. He's training very hard, you know. And the more things are, are moving over the last six months, the more chance people are giving Connor Ben in that fight. Agreed? Yes. Like six months ago, you would have yeah, said no, no, Ke yeah. Kelly huge favourite. Now I think Kelly's still the favourite at this moment in her career. But that's a big fight for 2020 and a fight we definitely want to make. Mm. Who are you signing next? Uh, well, that was one of the questions from the meeting today with the zone because we've got four or five huge names to sign, but we've also got <coughs> our own fighters that we're struggling to get out because we've just got so many fighters. So we've got to really prioritise what fighters we're moving forward with, or like fighters who, whose contracts might be up, and fighters who want to come to Matchroom and the zone and Sky. You can't have everybody because one, we haven't got the dates, the money. I mean, we've got and we've got loads of them, of both of those. But there just comes a point where it's like, right, who's delivering, who's not? We've got to be a little bit selfish and not just go. We want to sign everybody because we have to deliver for our broadcasters. So it's all very well having a great fighter. Do they deliver? Do they drive subscribers? Do they hit audience numbers in the UK? Could they be a pay-per-view fighter in the UK? Do they put bums on seats? All of these things need to be taken because otherwise you just you re-sign fighters because you're afraid to let them go do you know what I mean mm. to somebody else but you've just got to analyse who's delivering who's not who's got the future who have you got a personal relationship with do you understand so mm. and now we're in a position where we've got two or three pay-per-view level fighters in America that want to sign with us but can we give them so that's one of them no there's a hint no but but can you deliver can you deliver the dates for them, all of them, or can, do you want to just do one, or you know? So I see Ellaby responded to your uh, your comments. Mm. I, I just love winding Ellaby up. See, I said, mate, you retweeted your tweet. <laughs> Did you see? Because <laughs> he wrote a tweet about me. Obviously, he's got like ten followers or something like that. And uh, 
he's like retweeted his own tweet. I'm like, mate, what are you doing? Um, you get on with Leonard, don't you? I do, but he's just changed. He's just like, he's just gone so bitter. Like, this is a guy whose whole ethos of life is like, don't hate, motivate, you know, motivate others and let everybody do well. Yeah, let's go. And now it's like, oh, the zone, dead zone, metro. Oh, oh. So he's just gone, he's gone full salty bitter. Do you know what I mean? So when I see it, Leonard, next time, We'll take him out for a drink, just calm him down, buy him a nice pint of bitter, and then um, we'll go from there. Interesting. By the way, let me tell you about Leonard Ellaby, right? Just to put things into perspective, Leonard Ellaby goes, oh yeah, the zone, it's dead zone, this is his new joke, he thinks he's a panther, right? So, let me just put phones to me. There's, there's another world out there other than America. Right? I'm really sorry to tell certain people that in America, but another world does exist, okay? Mayweather's international TV syndication compared to Matrim's is like your T-shirt be my T-shirt, right? That's what it's like. Fair play. Right? <laughs> so, our show's seen by millions more the Mayweather promotion shows, right? So, when you say about, as if we'd let Tevin Farmer fight on the dead zone, ha, right? Okay, outside of America, we smash your backside and tickle your balls with regards to international TV syndication, right? Let me ask you this. All they ever wanna do is put tank on pay-per-view, right? They, keep, they don't stop talking about it. Next pay-per-view star, let me ask you this question. Do you think if they did tank against Farmer, they'd put it on pay-per-view? Yes. Right. How many buyers do you think it does? 250. Right, I think that's very adventurous. So let me give you this answer. Do you think more than 250,000 people would watch it on design? Answer? Fucking correct. So when you say, oh, I wouldn't put it on there, we want to make sure people watch it. More people would watch it on DAZN than would watch it on Showtime pay-per-view. And more people would watch it internationally than would on your show. But in terms of financial? We're paying more. Okay. So there's your arguments both quash. We pay more money, we get you bigger exposure than that, than that model in that fight. So take the money, baby. We've already offered five million. What do you want? Six, seven, eight? Just tell me the number. We'll name your it. price, yeah? Name the price. Javonta okay. Davis, name your price. Wow. If we, if we can't deliver it, we can't deliver it. But I hope he's getting the same from them. Want to talk women, not just random women. Yeah. Uh, right, let's talk about Katie Taylor. Mm -hmm. Did you see her smashing the tyre today? <laughs> no, what are the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what's the crack then? She'll fight in November. Is she going to rematch? Oh, by the way, I just got this through from the BBC. The Kano episode was the number one downloaded podcast the week it went out for under 35s across their full BBC portfolio. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, go on, Katie Taylor, yeah. Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor is going to be boxing in November. Yes. Um, Pearson or not? Possibly. I think that's coming early in two. Is she eager to just get back in the ring with her. She wants that rematch. Yeah. Um, I've spoken to Pessoon's team. 
There could be a move up in weight for the next one, just for one fight to challenge a world champion at 140. I would like her to return um, possibly to the UK. Where will she that fight? That'll be announced soon. Um, but either way, she will fight the winner of Serrano and Hardy. No, because she's got to fight Persoon. She's right. got to fight, at some point, her mandatory. She's got a WBA mandatory. She's got a WBC mandatory. She's got an IBF mandatory. So she's got to go through all those eventually. But, but I thought that was the whole idea of the old Serrano thing. Yeah, no. It's both Serrano and Hardy have signed to fight Katie Taylor if they win. Okay. So that is a definitely a fight we're looking at for early 2020 as well. So we'll have to see. Uh, Savannah Marshall. Really excited yeah, Savannah Marshall. Obviously, she'll be here tonight. I think she's actually... She's here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well done. Now you've made me miss Savannah. Sorry, mate, what are um, you talking about? Huh? I'm very excited about Savannah Marshall. Have you approached Shields' team? No. But I've already messaged her and said, hey. Do you remember she was on FaceTime? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. With Devin Haney. So, Savannah's boxing this weekend. Yeah. Then she's going to box in Newcastle in quite a big fight. And then I want her to fight for a world title. And then I want her to fight Clarissa Shields in 2020. You believe that will happen? Yeah. Shields, Clarissa will be up for that. Listen, Savannah beat Clarissa Shields, right? You can say it was in the amateurs. You can say it was years ago. You know, you know Clarissa Shields. She's a fighter, she loves a challenge. She will want to put that right, I know she will. Okay, and um, you're 3-0 prospect-ish, Shannon Courtney. Mm -hmm. What's the plans for her? Going to be out in October, Yeah. possibly in Newcastle or possibly on the October 26th show. One of those shows. You're a big Shannon Courtney fan, aren't you? I see you champion her on Twitter all the time. I'm yeah, a come on, Ed. Fan. Get him out. Yeah, 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 get him on because yeah, people yeah. tweet me to tell you yeah, to get him on yeah, shows. Yeah. So I'm like, go on, Ed. Help, help the girl out. Uh, are you are you interested in any other girls? That sounded really wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, look. Right now, we've got Katie Taylor, Terry Harper, Savannah Marshall, Shannon Courtney, and there's also a young Quite girl a called April actually, who's going to be making her debut in Newcastle. Who's good, that? Good fighter. What's her name? April. 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 No, you're looking at me like there's a bunch oh, okay. like. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's making her debut. She's with Phil Jeffries. Okay. Um, I think bo women's boxing's fine. No. I think when you sh when you do an interview with uh, Savannah tonight, no. you should get her to go in on Clarissa. I always do. You do, don't you? I know. You should, I don't even have to ask, really. What, when would you think you'll announce that 26 show? Uh, possibly at the weekend. Really? Mm -hmm. It's not long, you know. End of October is what eight weeks now. Mm. Oh, Umar, is he not even here yet? He is here. Okay. Um, have you got anything else you'd like to add, Ed? No. Oh, I would like to add one thing. Yeah. Matram's YouTube channel is the fucking nuts. I shouldn't have swore it. Sorry. Is the nuts? The content on there is second to none. Eddie Hearn, thank you no, very no, much no. for talking to us. No, it's not. TV. It's not reporting. It's not interviews and stuff like that, right? It's recaps, it's oh, feature exactly. documentaries, it's quality stuff, Coogan, yeah. it's not, you know, right? Subscribe to Matchroom YouTube, because we're, we're, we're only babies in the YouTube market. How many subscribers have you got? Nearly 500. Okay, we've got 66,000. Oh, that's strong. In this interview now, which we'll do, how many views? 200,000? Possibly. If you give me a good headline, it would. Okay, the headline is, <laughs> please subscribe no, to YouTube No, that's not YouTube the headline. Now. Right, it's at 66. Tomorrow, when we meet up at a presser, I want to see how many subscribers Matchroom YouTube has. 
It's free, isn't it? Basically, yeah. You know when we did this with Devin Haney, yeah? Yeah. That was different because he got 10,000, double his sweat for yeah. You're effectively, you're taking our audience now. No, because Match I'm trying personally. to give your audience I'm some joking. quality. Subscribe to Matchroom Boxing, absolutely. YouTube, yeah. If I woke up in the morning at 100k, I'd be happy. But I don't one, think it will. But it might but have 70. Why not? Everyone, there's room for everyone to eat. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right, isn't a lovely it? attitude. So am I coming to Saudi with you? No. Lions! <laughs> Lions! <laughs> Gotta give him a little bit of credit there. Yeah, I, I said that yesterday. Spoke, I, said, so I, know, yeah. I hate people like slagging. It's like people are pleased that Anthony Yard lost. I think Tunde don't help, but even Tunde, like as much as right, you want hold to criticize. On, hold on, wait there. Didn't want to stop your flow. Tunde, you said. Whatever you think of Tunde, and however much you want to criticize his technique and all that kind of stuff, he is taking Anthony Yard from like raw novice with very few amateur fights to fighting cover level, and he was, like, you know. I know he didn't win many rounds, but in that moment in the eighth round, it was there. It was there. It was there. It was there. Yeah. So I, like I, I just I know people find. Do you know what? I think it's a bit sad, really. How people you don't mind just. You don't mind not lips. <laughs> what sort of life do you have if you're genuinely happy that Anthony Yard lost? I mean, are you like that because of Tunde? Like, the amount of stick I've but seen. But I think you. a lot of fighters feel that do that about you. Possibly. I think yeah, they yeah, want yeah, your yeah. fighters to yeah, lose possibly. sometimes because yeah, of you. Maybe, maybe. That's uh, a bad and I think way to people think, think that you're, they want your platform to fail because of you. I think people do that and all. They probably you start do. getting fucking personal. Oh, mate. <laughs> no, but it's like, uh, look, he wasn't ready for the fight. He should never have been in the fight. They paid him too much money. He had to go. But he was on the verge. If he would have been matched right on the way up, he might have had a chance. Because unfortunately, he's never had that middle ground fight where that would have given him the experience that he might have needed at that time. Jose Burton, Callum Johnson, all these kind of fights were the fights that maybe he should have taken to be ready for a Kovalev fight. And, and it's not a criticism, Boatsy's in the same place. I wouldn't put Boatsy in with Kovalev comfortably until he's had that mm. next level fight. By the way, I think he beats Kovalev and he beats Yard. And I think so, even more so over the weekend. But it wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing my job correctly if I didn't give him the experience he needed to perform at that level. Kovalev to fight Canelo, yeah? Looks like it, yeah. Are you involved in that? Involved with everything, huh? Well, apparently so. What's happening with Billy Joe Saunders? Uh, I promote him. I know, but when He's you He's going to be going day? early November. In America? In States, and it will be announced next week. What part of the States? West or East? West. West side. West side. Uh, LA? Possibly. Oh. All right, okay. What kind of opponent are we looking at here? We're looking at uh, a good opponent. Oh. Incredible opponent. Incredible? Yeah. What? And at what weight? Super middleweight. He'll be defending his WBO world title. So someone in the top 15 of the yeah. WBO. Okay. I know you spoke about this for Callum Smith. Mm -hmm. Have you had any more conversations in the last couple of days? I know you spoke about this mm -hmm. with Andy, mm -hmm. but... He's happy at Matchroom, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I saw Joe Gallagher's comments. I mean, Joe's Joe. And, like, you know, Callum's in a position where we need to deliver some big fights for him. He's had a couple of offers, which you'd expect. Uh, you know, like I said, he is certainly, right now, the number one super middleweight in the world. And he come out of the series. The series was so good for him, for money, and he won a world title. But bad in the fact that he was sort of kept away and didn't give him the exposure that he could have had. But he's in a great position and now we've got to capitalise on it. So we're looking at, you know, he's another guy who, you know, we've got another option on him for the next fight and we have to look at, yeah, thanks. we have to look at 
you know, where do we go with that? Where do we go with our other guys? And how do they fit in our plans? For Callum, we've had him since the debut. For me, this is the place for him to be. If a big deal comes in, he's, they're, these fighters, they're going to look at that. Like Billy Joe Saunders. Update on Amir Khan. A few conversations with his team. See what happens. Will he fight this year? Mm. Will he be in a big fight this year? I think so, yeah. Are you still involved with Khan? Involved with everybody, huh? No, uh, our contract's up with him. Okay, do you still work together? Yeah, yeah I'd like to. And what about Kel? Spoke to Dominic Ingle yesterday. <coughs> Spoke to Kel's dad yesterday. He's in training. I think he'll be ready for end of November, December. See what happens. Uh, Usyk. Mm -hmm. Deal done for his opponent. Announced tomorrow or Friday. 12th. Is it 12th? He's fighting Shannon Briggs. Thank you. Eddie, okay. thank you very much. Go on, is it going to be announced? Tomorrow or Friday. Alright. On the 12th of October in Chicago. Who else could be on that card? Bivol. Gassiev. Oh! Alright. Have you got anything else you'd like to uh, add? Um, thanks to Over Finch. Just take, take a walk. Oh, look. How are you? Good to see you. 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 That's my driver. Here, right. come meet my driver. All right, can we meet your driver? It's my driver. He's been been with us a couple of months now. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> my name's Oleg. How you doing, mate? All right, see you later. Thanks, Edward. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.